This episode is about evolution, about macroevolution, the one that I've been, I had promised at one point, I believe, and my stance, my take on it. I have a bone to pick with the scientific community. Um, I don't trust them. That's has kind of been my my um, stance on really any institution um, where human beings are what's running it. Now you might say, well, what about what about the Catholic institution? Well, that was built by Christ, and even to a certain extent, there's a, there's maybe plenty of it that, um, or plenty of people in it I don't trust. I know that the Catholic Church has been infiltrated um, by people that want to destroy it. Now that is an absolute fact that has been um, something that's been going on for a very long time, and uh, people call it, or and I wouldn't have to make the argument that there's been different institutions, different groups of people who have tried to infiltrate it to destroy it. Um, I believe it's the Illuminati. Others have argued that it has been, uh, I think at one point it was Stalin's communist regime. Um, there's there's another couple of groups, I can't think of their names right now, that have, have done the same. So that, that would be where my my distrust would be placed on on if those people have reached the level of bishop or archbishop, cardinal, and maybe even pope. I don't I don't quite know where I stand on the pope today because I know that I don't trust the media. I certainly don't trust the mainstream media and how they report on on the president or on anybody that isn't center, center left. I know that I've heard certain reports about the Pope that then I go back and I, I ask people that I trust within the Catholic Church and it's a, it's a far different thing and not just that but I go a little bit further in, into trying to find other reports on that same report from who knows Boston Globe or New York Times or uh, Washington Times or whatever it may be, and or MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, even some conservative sites out there that that don't like the Pope. Uh, and it turns out it's a, it's a different take on it. So, um, and if I don't trust the, the the mainstream media when it comes to those who aren't center left, uh, I, I also have to kind of say, practice the same thing when looking at, at the Catholic Church or at, at Christianity, or really anything. I mean, even even Islam and whatnot. I want to know the truth. I don't want to uh, believe in a lie, and, and um, even when it, it pertains to my enemy. Um, that'll be another discussion for another day of uh, who's infiltrated the Catholic Church. But I also have faith in God in that He created the Catholic Church. He created the church, not churches and not denominations. He created the church. He said, Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. And he gave the kings to the, I'm sorry, the keys to the kingdom of heaven to his apostles, uh, to Peter. Um, So I have faith in Christ's church. Now, getting back to macroevolution. So there's a, there's a difference between macro and microevolution. As I said on the other podcast the other day, microevolution is taking a dog that was born in uh, Florida or somewhere ge- geographically that's going to be warmer or hot and raising them and then moving them up to a more colder climate uh, being that of, I don't know, Alaska or northern Canada or Russia and having their, uh, their coat grow thicker, more fat. It's microevolution. It's called adaptation. You're adapting to your environment, which we all do. That's how we were created. And another little thing to point out, especially within the uh, 
scientific community, you have people that call animals creatures. Uh, create is the root word of that, <laughs> which I've always thought was funny. <clears throat> so if you follow the line of macroevolution, uh, it started from the Big Bang. Now, I remember when I was younger, the Big Bang was considered uh, by many professors or teachers that I had come across as having happened, there was just a rock. I remember it being a rock. Um, and then there was this energy inside the rock that all of a sudden happened and then it exploded and that's where you have all the different planets. I mean, there was just this one massive uh, piece of material or rock. Um, later on down the road, uh, I then learned that it was actually nothing. It was a singularity. Just one thing surrounded by a bunch of nothing, as in no thing. And uh, I believe it was uh, Dr. William Lane Craig debating, was it Lawrence Krauss, who was the, at the time, the leading astrophysicist and astrologist. Um, I know he's got, he's got a master's in two of those degrees. What the fuck is going on? He's got a master in, in two areas, a master's in two areas, or PhD. What the fuck is going on? Just to, just to stop in the road. Fuck it. Going on a cruise. Don't care about anybody else. Anywho. Um, and so there was... And, and Lawrence Krauss uh, tried to say that there's something to nothing. And Dr. William Lane Craig had to say, no, there is no thing. As in, so Lawrence Krauss was saying, no, there's minerals and there's, there's atoms and, no, and nothing. And Dr. William Lane Craig would say, no, 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 that's not the definition. Dude, you're trying to change the definition. No thing is nothing. No thing. There's nothing. There's nothing there. You can't just all of a sudden say that there is something in nothing. And uh, the scientific community asks for a lot of slack when it comes to things, especially um, space and especially time or history. When inquired of how old is the world or anything really, the universe, you will get a response in uh, at the very least millions of years. They have a million year pad or mil actually it's millions of years in, uh, of a pad, of a, a padding slack to work out the details where they give us shit for saying well it's God of the gaps or they'll they'll actually say it it's, it's never really been our side to say well it's God of the gaps it's just well I can't explain that or I don't we no one knows enough to know exactly what happened at this point and so the left came up or the scientific community came up with the, the uh, title of God of the gaps as in the gap is you don't know so you're just going to say God um, where they have nothing. There's no explanation. It's just millions of years. Now, the only the only scientist that I've ever heard of who is an a, a, a physicist, I believe a physicist, is um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, who has said that we can calculate the age of the universe down to the millisecond. I have not seen this. I've only heard him say it. Now, I haven't really looked too far into that. And if you're using the Hubble theory, I guess I can see that. Because you're just taking the rate at which the universe is expanding, which we later found out was happening after the scientific community believed that the universe was just eternal. It had always been and it will always be. Um, until Hubble came along and said, nope. Through my telescope, I've noticed that everything is expanding outward. Lawrence Krauss later came on to say that not only is it expanding outward, it's expanding at an alarming rate. Not an alarming rate. Let me take that one back. That was a dumb thought. Um, just that it's expanding faster the further it goes on. So it's expanding faster today than it was, I don't know, what they would say 100,000 years ago. Well, then that kind of fucks up the, the not the theorem, the um, equation figure out how old the universe is 
So if it's expanding faster, the longer it goes on, the universe would actually be a lot younger. Right? Is that? Or no, I guess it would be older. I can't think right now. Either way, the, the age that they have shouldn't be correct, if that's the case. Um, and would it be younger? I guess older. So, and I'm okay with that, as well as all creationists should be okay with that. Uh, the age of the earth, as what happens when you have a, an atheist that debates a, a theist, <coughs> it somehow, someway comes down to evolution as proof of God's inexistence. And that should confuse you to an extent, because that only, only to the extent that I'm speaking of, being that, why? Why would that, why would the presence of dinosaurs or the, the idea that the earth is, is older than eight to 10,000 years, like a lot of creationists, like uh, Kent, uh, Clint, Kent Florin? Kent, Kent Lovind, I think that's his name. Um, like he would say, I think he believes that the earth is eight to 10,000 years and he's ridiculed for it as is any other creationist science or uh, intelligent design scientist that believes that the Earth is that young, a young Earther, if you will. I don't get why people ridicule other people who are, who are actually trying to figure this kind of stuff out and would say something that the, the whole of the scientific community is agreed on. I don't get that. Just like the theory of gravity, I would. I love doing this when I talk to people about that. Is saying, well, maybe we're not getting pulled in, or pulled down, like in towards the center. Maybe we're getting pushed down. You ever thought about that? That's why it's still a theory. It's not a fact. I mean, it's a fact as close as you can come to a fact, without it actually being a fact. Um, but the theory of gravity, we all we all agree on. Um, but it's still just a theory. Because of certain things like that. Um, so I, I've never understood the ridiculing someone in the scientific community for possibly, you know, for, for holding up a possibility. In fact, if anybody's to be ridiculed, it should be people who say that there is no God. Because what you're doing is you're uh, purposely, um, uh, uh, damn it, what's the word? Purposely getting rid of, I can't think of the word right now, getting rid of a possibility. And that's a large possibility that there could be a higher power that created all of us. Even though those that take the eight Motherfucker. Oh, the phone call. Oh, like I, I, see, this is the thing about being a husband. You can't just fucking lose your shit <laughs> when... The wife calls you for no fucking reason. <laughs> I'm like, hello. When are you going to be home? I'm fucking on my way. I didn't say that. So I'm on my way. Okay, well, where are you? Oh, my God. Uh, that's what you called for? I'm like, right. I'm fucking 15 minutes away. Okay, so dinner will be ready for you. How can you be mad at that? But then be still a little bit frustrated that this fucking anchor won't let you pause and then just fucking go right. So anywho, um, I don't understand the ridiculing of scientists um, of any sort, of any ilk. I don't get it. It doesn't. It, it, I, what I've been told my whole life, my whole education, time in education was that the scientist does this and the scientist does that and which is such a load of shit it's 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 giving a free pass for a scientist to do anything other than believe in god so um it's stupid but here's here's where i'm going to start getting into the questioning <clears throat> so something came from nothing because that's what the singularity was all of a sudden there's energy which we know you can't just come up with it. Does you can't create nor destroy energy. It's a constant thing. It doesn't go away. It it transfers into different things and it changes, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, you can't create it and you can't destroy it. 
So they're making an argument that you that this energy just came about. It wasn't there before, but then it did. Right? It just it, it just happened. And not only did it happen, it happened in such a way that it moved in such a way that this nothing, this energy right, from nothing exploded and made physical things, i.e. the planets and all of the space dust and all of the, the rock that's flying through the universe. It made the entire universe. Um, and then millions and millions and billions and billions and billions of years, you have planets and solar systems where life, on at least on ours, came about. And in the beginning of Earth, you had just a rock and you had water on it. And that was it. And you had a sun. And the life started on Earth from... Now, I, I understand there's, there's going to be different b beliefs on this of, of where this came from. And this is just a theory. Because that's what evolution is. Even though it's, it's highly agreed upon, I don't understand why it's so highly agreed upon by so many people. I think it's, it's laziness, to be honest. But um, you have essentially an amoeba that made it here to Earth. And it must have landed in water. Had it landed in, in, on, the, on the land, it wouldn't have been able to survive. It would have been uh, dried up and died off. It wouldn't have found anything to eat. So it must have landed in the water where there was, and, and fed off of hydrogen or oxygen, one of the two. And now this should, be, this should be crazy for anybody that's a deep thinker to say, okay, well, there must have been hydrogen or oxygen out in space for this thing to have been living out there. But you also have to understand it, it had to make it through. It couldn't have just been an amoeba. It must have been on the inside of a comet. And that comet uh, lasted through, making it through the highly uh, uh, destructive radi radioactive belt. Is it radioactive? Yeah, the radioactive belt that belt, the radioactive layer around our atmosphere and then made it through the atmosphere and survived through the hot friction that that happens when you're falling at such a high speed. Also survived the impact from from reaching well, I can't remember what the word is, but it's the speed, the, the maximum speed that you reach when falling. Reaching that and then hitting the water which may have been what broke open the, the comet, and maybe it was safely on the inside of the comet, but you, it would have had to make it through all of the, 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 the radiation. That's what it is, the radiation belt. All the radiation, the atmosphere, the ex extreme heat it would have been through, and then made it to the water and been able to feed off of either the hydrogen or the oxygen or maybe a combination of the two and maybe even the UV rays. So maybe, and I guess that's kind of the argument, is that it was essentially kind of plant life. Okay, so I'll give you that. All right, it made it all the way through all of that and landed in the ocean, and now it can feed off of either the UV rays or a combination of UV rays and the hydrogen and oxygen. Like a plant does. It needs water and light. Okay. And then it micro, or I'm sorry, macro-evolved. It changed into something else. I have to assume it was plant and also fed off of hydrogen and oxygen and, and UV rays. And then it started spreading. So maybe it was, I don't know, bacteria. No, it could have been bacteria or whatever it was. What doesn't make any sense is if it evolved into something else, why? It had no necessity to do so. It just could keep expanding and expanding. So here's another argument <coughs> that I'm making, not that I've heard, but that I'm making. Because <clears throat> essentially it's saying, uh, from what I've heard, is that there was just one amoeba, one kind of amoeba, and it made it to Earth. Okay, maybe there was numerous amoeba, and maybe there is a different kind of amoeba that would have had to fit that same exact criteria in order to live. But it was different this time. 
this other piece of my uh, uh, of uh, amoeba made it through the radiation belt, the ex- extreme heat of the atmosphere, it, it reaching the level, the maximum level of of speed uh, and falling, and the impact, and it made it to the water. It didn't land on the earth, and it could now feed off of the mixture of of I don't know the UV rays, the oxygen, and hydrogen. Or now it's going to feed off of this other amoeba that didn't somehow be, be poison and kill it after it started, it took its first fucking bite. Do you see where um, we're running into these, these, these hard possibilities where you're going to need some faith to believe that this happened, even though no one was around, no, there's no tool, there's no device or machine to go all the way back and fucking figure that out. But they're expecting you to believe it because the scientific community says. Now, I have a problem with the scientific community, uh, especially certain institutions therein, like the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian, there is a, it's a, I don't think it's that famous, but there's a, I guess, an infamous case where a scientist who was an atheist, through his research, eventually turned into an intelligent, somebody who believed in intelligent design. Well, the Smithsonian didn't handle that very well. They fired him. They drug his name through the mud. I'll have to find it out at another point. Maybe I will. And uh, No, I want to. And hopefully I will soon is what I meant to say. And I'll tell you on another podcast. I can't think of it right now. And I'm driving. Um, But that's what the scientific community does. And the scientific community, by the way, has blood on its hands. Look into the Tuskegee experiments. And there are numerous experiments. By the way, if religion can get blamed for all wars by atheists, uh, the scientific community as a whole needs to be blamed uh, for the atrocities that the Nazi scientists inflicted on people during World War II, as well as any other scientist throughout any time that's ever done anything bad. By the way, if you're atheist, you don't have a moral foundation. You have not come up with things. Or I'm sorry, you, as I've said in in other episodes, cannot come up with your own morality on your own. Unless you don't give a fuck. Of which I really wish atheists would just admit. I don't give a fuck. If I was an atheist, I'd go, I don't give a shit about morality. You know, I'm just going to fucking go through the motions. Maximize pleasure, minimize pain. I don't give a fuck about your morality, nor morality as a whole. I think it's a stupid social construct, I guess, if I was a, uh, an atheist. <coughs> I feel like I'm making a better argument than they would on their own shit right now. But, um, so then, anywho, so now, okay, we have to include the idea that there was numerous amoebas. Right, because the other way is just too—it's too much faith that you got to put in this thing that says you can't have faith. You know, because they're already betting on this idea that something came from nothing in the singularity through something called the Big Bang, which I forgot to mention earlier. The Big Bang, as I've said before, uh, was an idea came about from a Catholic priest. His name was Monsignor Georges Latimer, or Latmater. I think it's Latimer. I believe he was French. It was a Catholic priest that came up with that idea, and conveniently, the scientific community doesn't like to mention that he was a Catholic priest, because it sets them at odds with the rest of the world and what they believe, and how they think the scientific community, especially the atheists and agnostics who don't believe in theism, uh, how they would look upon them. So they have to keep it very uh, anti-religion, or anti-theist. Um, or anti-theism. So, where are we now? So, and, and by the way, all of this just happened to be over billions of years, right? I think the Earth is... Alright, the universe... How does it go? I want to say the universe is 6.543 billion years old. So, you get down to the 543, that 3 is still hundreds of millions of years old. I could be wrong about the hundreds, but I do know that it's in the millions. All right, you got the six billion, and then five, four, three. The three is millions of years old. So that is millions of years of, of slack given to these guys 
and not have an exact time. Well, they can't because the Hubble theory is kind of fucked up a little bit, according to Lawrence Krauss, because the longer that it, it, the, the space expands, the faster it goes. So there's really no way to find that formula to go and go all the way back to the singularity. So there you go. You already have the first uh, uh, faith in the singularity and the Big Bang, and then you have another faith that this amoeba made it to Earth and made it through all these extreme situations and somehow flourished and, and found something to eat. And then it just, and there's the second, so that's the second faith. Here's the third thing to have faith in, uh, that it evolved, that evolution somehow started. There was no reason. You have no reason when all there is is water and rock to evolve into something else. There's no reason. That's more faith that you have to put into the idea that we came from that. One way you could look at it, as I have from time to time, is thinking, okay, if we, were, if we came from that, then trees and grass and shrubs, shrubbery, forestry, that's all going to evolve into human beings at some point or another. Right? No. No, I don't believe that. You can, you can kind of understand why, where I'm coming from. And I'm only doing this to say where I'm coming from and why I believe the way that I do. If you can come up with absolute evidence to the contrary of what I'm saying, fine, present it to me. As I've said before, if you have absolute evidence that disproves the existence of God, show it to me. I want to know the truth. I don't want to believe in a lie. All right? And I'm not going to try to talk here and, and try to lie for God. God doesn't need me to lie for him. But you can understand where I'm coming from, and that's why I'm doing this. Uh, Kent Hovind, that's his name. Kent Hovind has a really good uh, explanation on this stuff. <coughs> also, as I think I've mentioned before, is that um, Dinesh D'Souza actually point this, pointed this out, and I don't understand why. I never acknowledged this. Uh, the, the Bible has always been right about this kind of stuff. It says in the very first sentence of the first chapter, in the beginning... That's it, right there, in the beginning. The Bible knew that there was a beginning to the universe, in the beginning. And by the way, before God went into the high detail of all of creation on earth, he already had the earth made. So that's why I try to tell Christians, especially uh, those that don't believe in macroevolution, dude, relax, don't worry about that number of how old the earth is. God didn't start right away. You know, he had seven days after the creation of the actual planet. Okay? So don't, don't get all fucking bent out of shape. And I would say that to the fucking scientific community as well. Also in other parts I've, I've noticed in, in, back in the day, looking through books and shit, that they could tell what was at the center of the earth, that Saturn and its rings has material from the center of its planet, uh, they can tell you what's at the center of the sun, and they have all these graphs and shit. That's all bullshit. We've never made it past 25 feet, or I'm sorry, 25 miles into the Earth's crust. Uh, unless they have, and they didn't tell us. I know I've said that before. But um, if we haven't made it that far within our own, how the fuck do you know what's that there's material in Saturn's rings from the center of Saturn? It's a load of shit. You don't. They don't. They can't. Same with the sun. And uh, you know what? There'll have to be a part three because I'm almost home. But uh, we haven't been within, from what I understand, 250 million miles of the sun. Uh, it's too hot. We can never land on it. How the fuck do you know it's in the middle of it? That's what I thought. See what I mean? Just trying to point out some questions that I've had about, about the scientific community. Oh, oh. Um, anywho, I'll uh, have to continue this on to part three. As always, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a liberal. Evolution. Macroevolution, part trace. Part three. Um, so I believe we made it through the amoeba scenario. Uh, I'm not down with it. I mean, it, it takes a lot of faith in the unknown... And, I mean, I get coming up with theories. I'm okay with that. I'm not trying to shit on anybody for it. That's cool. But to totally 
try to discredit um, what they would essentially see as a, another theory in creationism that God made us from the clay of the earth, which uh, you look at our veins, look at our, our, our bodies, and uh, the veins tend to look a lot like veins, I'm sorry, roots of plants, don't they? Weird how that happens. And then we need the plants and the animals to live, right? You got to eat that energy. You can't just eat rock, you know? And there's certain plants that you can't eat necessarily, I guess. I don't know if that helps out my argument or not. So, yeah, I, I don't like the discrediting of people who have questions, who may question what you say. And I thought that's what scientists were all about. You don't, you don't uh, deny possibilities, right? You kind of keep all of them up in the air. And there is a scientific. Oh, I'm getting off here. Oh, a scientific. It's the scientific method. Let me over, dude. Gracias. There is a scientific method in which you come up with a hypothesis and then you try to find evidence to that hypothesis. And I know all of this sounds to many as this is just a crackpot and this is crazy and you want to dismiss it. But I would argue that this is just what we automatically do with shit. Like, if you think I'm not a skeptic when it comes to shit, um, you're out of your fucking mind. I mean, even even religious stuff and, and ghosts and things of that nature. So, I, I'll, I'll tell you this quick story. And I, I may have mentioned it before, but I went on a ghost hunt. And this is, this is what I would certainly argue to Sam Harris or Daniel Dennett, if Christopher Hitchens were still alive and he wanted to discuss this with me, I'd, I'd ask him as well. Same with Lawrence Krauss. Have you ever investigated ghosts? I mean, there are stories for, what, 10,000 10, years at least of people having interactions with disembodied voices, with ghosts, and... These guys, as far as I understand, have never went out to a, a haunted area or a well-known haunted area and did shit. Not a fucking thing, but they're going to tell you there's nothing after life and deny a possibility. Uh, and I've, I've done it. I went on a ghost hunt. I went on, down to Lima, Ohio. There's a TB hospital down there in, in Lima, Ohio that uh, they don't want you doing it. It's actually a law, against the, the law to do so. And I believe I'm outside the, uh, the uh, whatever that time frame is where they can get you. <laughs> this was a long time ago, <clears throat> like 15 years ago. So I'm pretty certain the statute of limitations is, is over. So, uh, but I went down there and uh, with four other guys, I'm pretty certain I've told this story. Essentially, I heard a disembodied voice and so did they. All three, all four of us. So... Um, I have that in the back of my head in a, in a slew of other things that have happened along with the research that I've done. And um, I, I'm not a big fan in denying possibilities of there being a higher power. Now, you could also make the argument, well, what about the fucking spaghetti monster in the sky? Well, one, I know where that came from. Uh, and it's relatively recent. Uh, what about mythologies? What about Greek mythology and all this? Well, I have had discussions. There's a, uh, a professor, an African professor, and yes, he was black, from Africa, uh, who didn't like that I used mythology to describe um, ancient beliefs of whether it be Baal or Mithra or Zeus and uh, he actually holds up the idea that those are still possibilities. And I get that. But what I'm saying is the overall idea of there being a higher power, a, a god, or even, yeah, multiple gods. Now, why don't I believe in those and I believe in the Judeo-Christian god? Well, because of the research that I've done. That's why. And I'm, I'm not trying to shit on them. I just don't believe in them. Well, what if there's a... Po yeah, okay, if it's the truth, I'll follow it. 
All right, I'm not going to deny the truth. If it is the truth, I'll follow it. Well, you don't have anything to show that it isn't. Um, no, I believe that I have uh, evidence that points towards Judeo-Christianity, i.e. Uh, the prophecies that have come true through the Judeo-Christian uh, Bible. Um throughout history. I think I think there's more overwhelming evidence to say that Jesus Christ did exist, that he is what he said he was, that he is not a liar and he is not a lunatic, and uh, I take into consideration all of the other eyewitness accounts, the other books of the Bible. And by the way, the Bible is not a book. It is a library. It holds, is it 77 books? I always forget that number. I know it from time to time. I feel like it's 77 and the Protestant Bible has 66. Because I feel like the, the number is 11, the difference between the two. Um, and the, the Catholic Bible came out long before the Protestant Bible. And uh, so I, I have a problem with the Protestant Bible. Ha, ha, them having taken out uh, books after Martin Luther. Anywho, getting all the way back. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of faith that goes into believing what the scientific community wants you to believe, and they don't want you to ever question them, or they'll do like they did with the professor, who I didn't look up last night, uh, who turned to uh, intelligent design, and they'll fire you, and they'll run your name through the mud, and they'll ridicule you and dismiss you. And uh, they try to make it so that that guy can't even ever fucking work as a scientist again. They want him to choose another fucking... I don't know. Every time I see that, I always think that, like, those fucking people want you to die, you know? Uh, and if you think, and this is what Sam Harris, at least what I've heard him admit, <clears throat> if you think that the scientific community has such high integrity that scientists could never do anything bad, they couldn't be paid off, you're out of your fucking mind. Look at the pharmaceutical industry. Look at, at the healthcare industry. You know, how many, how many fuck, I mean, again, I'll go right back to the Tuskegee experiments where they injected black men. It wasn't white men. It was down in Tuskegee, Mississippi, Alabama. It was in the South. It was either Alabama or Mississippi. And, uh, they injected these poor black guys through spinal taps and fucking injected them with syphilis and shit. And a whole slew of them died off. It was fucked up, man. You know, so yeah, uh, again, don't ever think that your group is immune to crazy or bad. And there's scientists all the time that, uh, that lie. Again, if you don't have a moral foundation, like a higher power, um, essentially I'll say it, you're stealing, you're stealing morals or making them up by yourself, but you're stealing morals from the Judeo-Christian society, especially in the United States of America, not society, but Judeo-Christianity as a whole. That's where I stand. And I know it sounds a little rough, a little callous, if you will, but uh, I'm okay with that. How many fucking things do they come out with to try and, and say that God doesn't exist or Christians are bad or evil? I mean, fucking Christopher Hitchens, Sam Harris, those assholes would blatantly come out and say that Christian Christians are evil and religion makes people do bad things and all this other shit. Look at the tenets. Look at the core teachings of Christianity. Nowhere in it does it say wage war in the name of God, murder in the name of God, you know, molest kids in the name of God. It doesn't say that. In fact, it, it argues against it. Um, again, Judeo-Christianity is never wrong. It's the practitioners that sometimes get it wrong. And our group is, is not immune to bad people being in it. Again, I believe that it's been infiltrated uh, numerous times, to be honest. Um, and I would argue by numerous different groups. I think the, the one that wants, it, wants to infiltrate it the worst is the Illuminati. But then you also have communists and liberals and things of that nature. So, anywho. Uh, back to outer space. Here's, here's a, here's a, I think a pretty unique thought. Having gone through the fire academy and learning about the fire, it's called the fire tetrahedron. Motherfucker. The fire tetrahedron. Uh, you need four things in order to have a fire. You need an ignition source. You need fuel. You need heat and you need oxygen. 
What are we told about oxygen? I'm sorry, about space. We're told that is completely void of heat and oxygen, yet the sun burns. Now, I've also heard, well, that is due to uh, fusion, to, uh, God damn it, am I losing my train of thought? To chemical fusion? Something fusion. Nuclear fusion, I think. Fuck, you'll have to look it up. Damn it, I'll, if, if I can remember to look it up and, and tell you the next time I'm on this. But I believe it's it's uh, nuclear fusion. Oh, I think I'm getting that fucking wrong. Um, but, so, yeah, they've done, they've done uh, experiments, and I, they, the scientific community, whether it be national or international scientific communities, have done experiments where they could have uh, fire exist in a in a sub-zero uh, environment that is void of oxygen and have fire in there and it's through nuclear fusion. Okay. So how do you know that's what it is? Well, they've t- taken a, uh, I believe it's a light spectrum meter. It's a, I can't remember the name of the tool. Apparently I can't remember the name of a lot of shit, but uh, it's a tool in which you just point it at the sun or you point it at a planet or you point it at light in somewhere in the universe at, at planets or whatever, stars, and you can tell what is coming off of what chemicals are on that planet that's coming off it. Okay, that's great. However, you can't tell everything. So that would be like saying, okay, well, you go out in outer space and you point it at, at Earth. Does it show every single element that's in on that planet? No. It says a few. Okay. So you don't really know what the sun is made of, nor how it burns in outer space. Yet you're going to tell us that you do. Even though we all you've used is this one tool that can tell you what things are coming off of it, what's burning off of it, but you don't know what's in the center of that fucking thing. These are the just simple questions that I think all of us think in the back of our head, but we don't always just blurt out. You know, you don't want to look stupid. You don't want to have somebody fucking lecture you for 10 hours about how it could be this one element or how they know for a fact. They don't know for a fact. That's, that is the fact. We haven't been within, even if it's not 270 million miles, like I think the number is, we haven't even come close to being on the sun. We'll burn up. And we've never landed on it. We don't know what's on the inside of it. So don't let them lie to you about that shit. I'm, I completely concede that, okay, well, you know a couple of elements. I can concede that they know that it's rocks in the, uh, and apparently colorful rocks that are in the, the rings of Saturn. And maybe they can tell what a couple of elements are on Saturn or on Mars. Well, we've been to Mars. Well, with machines we have. Or what's on a, a certain sun or, or, or star or planet. In the, but we don't know everything. And we certainly don't know what's in the middle of that shit. We don't know that uh, Pluto has X, Y, and Z on it for certain. We've never been there. And then... So I have a theory. This is not, I, I am completely open and this is what I wish more people were multidimensional when thinking. I am completely open to the idea and do I think that we made it to outer space? Yeah, probably. Probably. But a theory of mine is that we didn't make it to outer space. Never have. Why? If you look into what it is to become an astronaut so that you can get on a rocket and shoot your ass into outer space off the planet, you have to go in through numerous psych tests. Now, I think the number is somewhere upwards of 11 different psych tests. They want to make sure that you are completely... Is it lucid? Is it lucid? Oh, God, I can't think today. Um, They want to make sure that you're sane. You're 100% sane. Okay, so you're telling me that a completely sane person who has went through 11 stringent psych tests is going to allow you, and I'm going all the way back to the first guy shot into the atmosphere. We're going to throw your ass up in this tin cup that we came up with on our our own, and we're going to put you in this sweatsuit, 
that's going to keep you warm and have oxygen pumped into it. And we're going to throw you into outer space where it's void of oxygen and heat. And the smallest little fucking chipper on your suit will suck your ass right through that motherfucker in the vacuum of space and kill you. Or you might die of, of uh, being frozen to death or suffocate. You know, one of those couple of things. And this tin can <laughs> that we come up with. <coughs> and uh, the same guy was like, yeah, okay, sure. Why? Well, because we sent a monkey up there and they were fine. So you're telling me they couldn't have faked any of that. Of which we do know that they did fake the moon landing. At least the first one. Because we are in a race with Russia in order to uh, win... We had to uh, play a little psych game with them and, and say that we landed first, and then we could land on the moon. Um, yeah, I'm not buying all that. I'm not buying that a completely sane guy is like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking take the chance of of dying a horrific death, not on Earth, out in space, lonely, all by myself. I just want to take the chance because I want to be the first guy to... I'm not saying that there's no possibility of it. Again, I think that we probably did. But in this theory of mine, I don't think we ever did. I don't think we made it to the moon. I don't think... In this theory. In the theory. I don't think we made it to any other planets. I don't think we've made it as far out as, as other people have thought. Again, because of the pot, the, the, the fire tetrahedron and, and all the things that they've ever told us about space... I just, I don't know, there's a question in my head. However, I do think that, yeah, probably we did make it up there. And it's not a strong stance I take. And I'm not certainly not going to shit on anybody. That's like, oh, no, absolutely we made it. But, again, how many astronauts do you know that made it to outer space? That's right. Not many, do you? Okay, so it'd be pretty easy for them to fake all that shit. Oh, and then on top of... And, and that's just outer space. And I think it does have something to do with evolution. When it comes to evolution and uh, how we evolved from an amoeba all the way up into all the different... So one thing that you got to understand that they're telling people now is that we didn't uh, evolve from a single amoeba into everything that you see here. Because then they'd have to say, yeah, we were grass, we were trees, we were... You know, mosquitoes, we were all this shit that we kill all the fucking time and we don't even give a shit about. You know, that's all human lives. That's all, you know, that's, no, that's, that's not. Um, what they're saying is, is that certain, at certain points, something would evolve into something and then, and then from the same strand, it would evolve into something else. So two, so one thing could evolve into a rabbit and another thing could evolve into a, uh, that, that, the Venus flytrap. And then things evolved from there, and that's how you get all the different species and and uh, and uh, different types of animals or different types of dogs and things of that nature. I don't believe it. Um, do I hold up with the possibility? Sure, sure. And by the way, before anybody ever tries to tell you, well, the Catholic Church had to bend down to the knee of science, and no, the Catholic Church said we were created. And we could have been created through evolution, through macroevolution. They don't take a very strong stance on it. But they say we could have been created through um, evolution. If you don't know, the Catholic Church is the reason that we have science. Okay? The Catholic Church and Christianity, Judeo-Christianity, is the reason that we have the technology that we have today. It was the spawning of all of these different things. Educa the education system, healthcare, um, uh, fucking education, healthcare, what else? I can't even think. Oh, science, the fucking thing I'm talking about. Judeo Christianity is the reason for all of that. You're welcome. I wish they'd quit trying to fucking sucker punch us in the nuts over it constantly. <coughs> But then they say, well, look at the monkeys. We look the most like a monkey. And, and I think that's a lot of um, assuming rather than, oh, well, the DNA. We're Dude, we're close to a fucking tomato in DNA. Look it up. Don't just take my word for it. There's plenty of shit that we're close to. 
But why are there still monkeys? Chris Rock, is it Chris Rock? Or is it uh, Cat Williams, I think, is a comedian. He had that, he had a bit about that. And yeah, I saw it in a documentary. But I also watch his shit. I think Cat Williams can be funny. I just wish that they'd get off the fucking Democrat plantation. Um, but it's a great point. Okay, well, if we evolve from something, why is that thing still here? There was a necessity to evolve, well, only in that, what, that one branch, that one family to evolve into humans or whatever. And by the way, um, before anybody tries telling you, well, the, the first bones came from Africa. And not that I give a flying fuck, but uh, no, they just found a tooth in Mesopotamia and a jawbone in Greece that were older than the bones that they found in Africa. So, no. The the oldest shit. You see, I believe that that our different race is due to UV exposure. It's not due to uh, I don't know, numerous amoebas that fucking that we we evolved from. I'm just saying, have questions. Question things. Especially when people tell you not to. I don't give a shit if it's the church. I don't care if it's the scientific community. I don't care if it's your fucking dad. When somebody tells you not to question them, unless it's God, if somebody tells you not to question them, that's when you question them the most. And by the way, God put those questions in you. He created you as a human being. He wants you to question things. He wants you to figure it out, understand, have knowledge, find out why, what, who, where, when. Again, God doesn't need me to lie for him. God doesn't need anybody to lie for him. He's real. He exists. And this macroevolution bullshit of trying to discredit the existence of God or prove that he doesn't exist is bullshit. And it doesn't do any of that. Nobody in the scientific community has ever been able to, nor will ever be able to, prove that God does not exist. Because he does. Well, you can't disprove a negative. Yeah, you can. You were the murderer of this person. No, I wasn't. Oh, yeah? How can you prove that? Well, here's my fucking receipts. Here's people that are there that were eyewitnesses with me that show that I wasn't anywhere in that vicinity. Here's a video. Oh, and by the way, here's a video of the of the actual murder. That's not me. That's a fucking boar. A boar killed that person, not me, obviously. So yeah, you can disprove negatives. I'm home. Be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be a liberal.